our guests, when served the mutilated cake, also ventured a few interpretations, but they nonetheless ate the cake without hesitation. Never before or since have Molson's food prayers been answered in such a spectacular way. But she continues to pray, and sometimes the kitchen gods answer. Molson's prayers are simple ones, easy to interpret. But this black dog's prayers were complicated ones, filled with sorrow and anger and love and pain. To step into a dog's mind requires that you step into his paws and see the world through his eyes. To understand his prayers, you must look for what lights his entire being with joy, and look also for what dims that light. As I talked with Wendy, the dog's owner, I was searching for an understanding of what might make a dog hold himself apart from us. He was clearly loved and cared for with meticulous attention. Every inch of his body glowed with well-being, and there was no evidence of his past when he wandered a city street, unloved and fending for himself. The intervening years of good food and love had polished this nameless street urchin into a handsome, funny, and intelligent dog named Chance. And yet there he sat, removed from us, his mind distant and uninterested. Something had gone wrong. Why else would a dog pray as he did for the leash to break so that he might gallop away? Any relationship is a complicated thing at best, springing as it does from an intersection of two lives, two sets of desires, interests, and fears, two different perspectives and understandings of the shared world. In our relationships with animals, we find additional mysteries of other languages and cultures quite unlike our own. While the differences between us and animals both charm and attract, they also serve to complicate the whole affair. I am quite certain that every dog on earth goes to his grave, mystified by certain human behaviors. My own dogs adore water in any form, except that which is found in a bathtub accompanied by dog shampoo. As a result, they are very often wet, especially in the summer when their wading pool is constantly available to them. While on most nights I welcome the comfort of their warm bodies as I sleep, there's something less than delightful about snuggling up to hot, wet dogs. As I shoo them from bed for reasons they cannot comprehend, they throw themselves on the floor with dramatic sighs and expressions that reveal the truth of John Steinbeck's comment, I have seen a look in dogs' eyes, a quickly vanishing look of amazed contempt and I am convinced that dogs think humans are nuts. Whatever dogs may think of us, it is also true that it is no easy matter to have an intimate relationship with an animal who communicates in variations on a theme of ears and tail, who mutters under his breath in dark rumbles when displeased, and who enjoys rolling in decomposing creatures. But for all the difficulties and differences that lie between us and our dogs, we love them, and we want to understand them. We look at our dogs, and they look back, 
and the sense that our dogs are trying to speak to us is unshakable. Equally unshakable is the nagging feeling that we often fail to understand what they have to say. We are right on both counts. But what we long for is not necessarily what we get, at least not without having to learn some hard lessons along the way. What Wendy wanted from Chance was companionship, and more of the joyful connection she had shared with her first dog, Mel. What she got were knots in her stomach and a very complex relationship with a dog she loved but did not understand. This was not Wendy's first experience in dog ownership. Her first dog, Mel, had died at the grand age of nearly 17 years old. Every one of those years spent as Wendy's constant companion through troubled teenage years and into young adulthood. Confident.